Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Big Earth versus the People podcast. But this one is special because every Tuesday evening I record with the Straight from the Hip podcast. So popping off on this week, we have another exciting show where I do some craziness and everybody laughs. Y'all know how I do. So pop up to see the video on Facebook, Straight from the Hip, on YouTube, Straight for the Hip, and enjoy that version as well as this audio version. So I appreciate you guys. We're going to have a quick ad, and then we're going to start the show. Thanks for listening. Sam Darnold, shoulder fracture. Ooh. Nice step back. Likely out several weeks. Wow. That fade away. Stop fading away. Go straight up. You dribbled out of mouth. Oh, top 25 is tonight. Okay, I was wondering why they still have Michigan State as number three. That is the weirdest one-legged fadeaway I've ever seen. Wow, you're like way ahead of me. He just shot that fadeaway and missed. Oh, from the post? Yeah. Oh, wow. They the Ohio State one, not the Akron one. The Ohio State <laughs> missed. Yeah. Oh, no foul. That's just a grown man move. Hey, right Tom. So don't ruin it because I want Ohio State to lose. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying who it is. What's up, Tom? Doing all right. Just getting in from practice, so I'm a little tired, but I'm gonna make it work. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm okay with that no call. It got a little, it got a little with a little bit of a push off, but it was arm arm wasn't extended, so no travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It it looked worse than it actually was. Yeah. Oh, that was a travel, but then he missed the bunny, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right, we're waiting on Coach. Coach. He's here. Okay, boom, boom, boom. What's up? What's happening? Ain't nothing going on but the rent. Ain't got to say that. 100%. Ain't nothing going on but the rent. Got oh. OB. If you want to be with me, y'all don't know about that, do you? Y'all too young for that. Not me. <laughs> I had a DJ for an uncle, so I know all that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still got all his records in storage. I ain't mad at you. 
And Jason, that's information that needs to go untold. <laughs> I don't know. Megan got it for me. Got what for you? What's in my cup? Jason oh. said, what's in that cup that Travis got? What's going on, Tom? Hey, Mr. Butler. Well, I'm going to drop off and let you guys go. Mm. All right, all right. Hi, Trey. I'm a record player, so good for you. You know what? <laughs> you just got a record player. Listen. What's happening, McGee? What's going on? All the records that I got a collector's edition. Folks, if y'all need a caterer, there he is right there. Curtis McGee. Some of the okay. best food, some of the best food on this planet. You elite if, if McGee gets a hold of you. When I get down to Georgia. I'm trying to tell you. He's the man. I'm taking your word for it. Dude, my man can straight burn. JT. You can't hear us? We going in and out? That's weird. We can hear everybody clear. I know. We can hear everybody here, mister. It, it might be your it might be your situation, I believe. Cause we good down here. Ah, I knew he was gonna do that. What's that? Nah, somebody sent me a text message about something, but I had it had to wait till nine o'clock. Tom said he can hear fine too, Miss Hood. Miss Peavy. Hey, Miss Peavy. Hey, We're girl. Happy. Hey, Miss Peavy. <laughs> uh, Mr. Butler said his granddaughter can beat my granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, Mr. Butler. I don't know now. You know, my, my grandbaby's a, a built like a linebacker already, they say. They say she's going to be the first female in the NFL. Well, she taking out people like that? <laughs> I don't want to see none, none parts of that. All right. Play the clock. Oh, you already know what it is, man. From the hip, don't need no scriptures, need a microphone. My man, Coach Boo, gon' take you to the entertainment zone. They got the stats, the this and that to keep this show on point. And when we're done, we have some fun and rock this funky joint. So if we'll sit back and chill, give us a chance to show ya. If one of y'all would like to call, we'll talk just like we know ya. We take control, then start the roll, and then there ain't no stopping. It's time to dip straight from the hip. Hey, y'all. Let's get it, Hey, welcome to Straight From The Hip. I'm your host, Coach Gerald Boo Mitchell, live from the Imperial Palace here on Black Mania. I know I don't have my purple on. I know y'all like when I bring that purple hat on. That's what the uh, royalty wears up here on Black Mania. Herb, what's cooking? Oh, nothing tonight. <laughs> There'll be a lot of stuff cooking. 
this weekend, though. I hear you. Uh, Russ, Russ ain't cooking tonight, is he? Nah, I ain't cooking tonight. Let Russ cook. That's what they say in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Let Russ cook. It'd be some all right. Of, some of these other jokes need to learn how to how to cook, I believe. When, when you see what happened in the NFL this week, I don't know what's going on. But, but <laughs> talk, to me, talk to him real quick, Herb, about, uh, about your boy, uh, uh, what's his name, Jokovic or whatever. How you say oh, his name? Uh, Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. When he uh, hit old boy in the back the other day. <laughs> Listen, it's the one thing that I was saying about all big men when they play basketball. <laughs> the more you poke the, the tiger, <laughs> you better prepare, you better prepare for the retaliation. I'm trying to tell you. This is my, man was, my man was not having it. And it, and it was, and it was kind of dirty, though. We'll get Travis to run that clip later on. And when we talk about this, y'all will be able to see it a little later, hopefully, if we make it through the NFL in time. Because that was that was funny to me, dude. That was hilarious. The whole time I'm like, yeah, you the big monster. <laughs> <laughs> you over there checking people doing everything, they're not going to hit you back. Hey, man, that joke got fed up. Boy, he got fed up in a hurry. And then homeboy hit him back, and all of a sudden. That's it. <laughs> he laid on the ground crippled. Night at night. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, uh, anyway, Miss Carrie can't be here tonight. You know, Herb, this is my thing, and we got to go back to them being with this. Miss Carrie's not here, and I wanted to hear answers from her about the Phoenix front office <laughs> about what's going on in that situation. And now I said she ain't here tonight. I want to say it's another team that's that's being investigated too. Listen, here, here's my thing. Why is Miss Carey always not here when it's time to talk about something controversial with her team? She always suspiciously is missing. Yeah. Cause I want to hear what's going on in Phoenix. Boy, they said that joker was a doggone fool in Phoenix. I heard she did the filing. Miss oh, <laughs> 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 Carey was a whistleblower. That's why she's up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why she laying low. She can't be on Facebook Live. You can't be a whistleblower and be on Facebook Live that same week. Exactly. Miss Terry laying low right now. She and Chris Paul held up somewhere in a hotel room in parts unknown. That probably was going on right now. So, Miss Terry, if you out there, hit us up or say something to us on here, and let's see what's going on. Uh, Oh, yeah. Er, you see that uh, three and foul by Akron. I got it. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Akron about to beat Ohio State. <laughs> I hear you. Oh my goodness. Anyway, folks, uh, Travis is on the one and twos in the background. Jason is uh he he close enough that he can continue to uh send us notes here and stuff. So uh Jason, I'm sure we'll be in and out. Mr. Butler say you got six seconds left in that game, or yeah, uh, yeah, Akron and, and I guess we say Ohio State. Three seconds now. Three seconds left in the game. Well, it should be over by the time by the time I finish talking. Yeah. It'll be done. So anyway, folks, um, we're gonna start off as we normally do, talking about the NFL. Um Jason was nice enough to prepare some notes for us. So uh I always love doing somebody else's notes because it's kind of like it'll be a surprise to y'all. Hey Joe Flasher, it'll be a surprise to y'all when y'all hear the way that I'm going to respond to some of these things. So it says here, Colts over Jets, number one. It says, is Jonathan Taylor the best running back in the league right now? 
I'm not even gonna comment. I'm just gonna give you that questioner. Is Jonathan Taylor the best running back in the league right now? The best healthy running back in the league. Good. That's one of the things I was going to allude to. I wasn't going to put it that way, but I agree. I mean, uh, but that's a, that's a good point. So you think he's the best healthy running back right now? Yeah, because as soon as Chubb hits the field again, I think it's still Chubb because I, I think Chubb is going to be out a little while with his injury. Ooh. So you, you you think Chubb is better than uh, – it's a lot of running backs out there now. I know. I, I, I would put Chubb above him right now. So he better than Zeke? Yes. He better than uh, McCaffrey? Right now, yes. Better than uh, your boy in uh, – uh, yeah, dang, he's from, from Gwinnett County. Uh, Kamara. Ooh, close, but yeah. Ooh, that's what I'm saying. You got to think. Right, listen, there's some good backs out there. Chris Carson? Yes. Is he healthy? Is he playing? No, he's not healthy. That's what I'm saying. I mean, just we talking about, I thought we had gone into other people that just any back. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it, Joe. Jimmy Marquez. I asked him about Zeke, Jimmy. He didn't even he he didn't even slow down about uh about Zeke. He yeah, asked better than Zeke. He, oh yeah, by far. He didn't, he didn't slow down. I mean, he, didn't, he didn't question that. He didn't even give that any time to think about. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough right now. It was always Henry. It was always Taylor. It was always Chubb. And then very close behind you had Kamara. Also close behind you had. McCaffrey, McCaffrey, McCaffrey got to be in there somewhere. McCaffrey went healthy, a hundred percent. And another guy like Edwards out in Arizona. He's not quite there yet. I do like him. Um, it's yeah, you're right. It's it's a good amount of backs out there. Zeke is Zeke is up there, but since the offensive line is in shuffle mode, he's not producing. Well, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people talk about, uh, you know, uh, Zeke because there, there are a lot of people are claiming right now. Uh, Matt Callis, so what about Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones yeah. is in that top, that top. I would put top five. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of backs out there having having good years right now. Since the NFL gotten so pass happy in these in these last couple of years, now you got to, you know, they're leaving the run game alone because they got so many people trying to cover all these wide receivers and quarterbacks and all this other stuff. And so, you know, a lot of people time you can run a little delay or something like that or maybe a little draw play and something and get some big yardage. And, you know, Derrick Henry just a bully. I mean, you know, Derrick Henry just going to bully his way and uh, get his yards. I mean, he just going to just be straight up punk you. That's a Debo. He run, he, he getting them Debo yards. You know, those of you who are, who seen Friday and the whole Friday series with uh, Ice Cube and Chris Tucker and whatnot, he's a, he's a Debo kind of guy. So, uh so anyway, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, I hate to admit it, and I, I can't even believe I'm doing this. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. My girl said, "What about Saquon Barkley?" He's not she healthy. Knows, she knows her football. She said, "Where is Saquon Barkley?" Saquon Barkley is in the basement with the Giants. Uh, Laura Brocious, don't don't be trying to talk to us about no dog on Saquon. Saquon Barkley and Buster the Great. And uh, Saquon Barkley is gonna have the shortest NFL career. His career is gonna be shorter than Gail Sayers. He, he ain't gonna be in there no time. Uh, Saquon is uh damaged goods. Every time he plays, he got 
So I think his last one, he went out with a hang toenail or something. I can't remember what it was, something like that. He got him sidelined now. So it's always something. I think his eyelash, one of the eyelashes came out, and he had to come out the game, I think, the last time I heard. So don't talk to us about no Saquon Barkley. Um, he, he's uh, made out of glass, like uh, like uh, Samuel L. Jackson in that movie. Yeah, Mr. Glass. <laughs> Mr. Glass. <laughs> But yeah, like it's too many backs in the league. Like Swift, when he's healthy, he's he's solid. Oh, I agree. Mixon, solid. It's it's a lot of them. I mean, when they're healthy. But and not only that, I mean, you can't compare anybody to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's in the category all by himself. But then you can talk about McCaffrey versus uh versus uh Kamara. Cause you know, both of them are Swiss Army knives. You know, I mean right. they can they can throw the ball, they can catch the ball out of the backfield, they can run the ball, they can run up the middle, they can run wide. They're all of those things, you know. And then you got the bruisers, you know, like uh what's his name? Used to be with the Saints. Uh came out of Alabama. He still he was he, he just got put back with the Saints, Ingram. Oh, that's right, Mark Ingram. Yeah, he back over there now. Yeah, and you know, he used to be the lightning and thunder between him and Kamara and all that other kind of stuff. So you got the bullies, and then you got the Swiss Army knives, and then you got some of those guys out there that are, that are you know, straight divas, you know, that just uh, want to run outside, don't want to run up the middle, you know, want to just get the jet sweep kind of thing, always heading for the sideline when they get the ball running east and west. And uh, so, like I said, I think we have to kind of – oh, I hear you, Sony Michelle, that's another. Yeah, I know. But, uh, but it is. It, it's just a lot of good backs in the league right now. So, I appreciate everybody, uh, Joe Flasher. I appreciate you bringing up Sony Michelle. I forgot so, about Jacobs too. Who? Uh, Jacobs in Vegas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. He is. He's having. He's having a pretty decent year, yeah. uh, despite that team. He's having a pretty decent year. I was when when what's the name? Joe quarterback. I and I used to like Derek Carr. I thought he was gonna come around, but I, I don't. I don't feel that anymore. I think yeah. he's. Uh, yeah, I think he's just gonna be what he's gonna be. Yeah. I mean, he's just gonna be that mediocre type quarterback. And he's not gonna make it to the to the next level, in my opinion. But maybe we'll talk about them in a minute. I don't, I don't know if Jason has them on here or not. All right, Browns over the Bengals. Ooh, trap. Because you know I was happy to see as much as I hate the Browns. I was glad to see them put that damn power driver on the <laughs> damn Cincinnati Bengals. You want to talk about a tombstone power driver? Good God Almighty! I mean, they put a damn suplex. They yep. put a tombstone pile driver. They had a headlock. They did everything they could to their division arrival, the Cincinnati Bengals. So Jason said, why is Cincinnati falling apart? And I'm I'm, I'm going to let you, you take the first crack at that. Why is Cincinnati falling apart? The schedule. Mm. Basically, it's, it's the same way that I've been saying. We're going to talk about it later. The schedule at the beginning of the season – it really didn't favor Cincinnati, but it gave them momentum into those harder games. And I and I want to say I can't remember who Cincinnati played last week, but I think it was it was who did they play? Did they play Baltimore last week, or did they have a buy? I can't remember. But it, it seemed like they came into this game not prepared, and they played the Jets. See, there you go. And and I think they played Baltimore. Goodness gracious, big spider. They played Baltimore before they played uh, the last crazy win that they had. And, uh, you know, that momentum beating a good team 
carries over when you play another good team. And then when you play somebody like the Jets, you just feel like you can play that same way with the next opponent and yeah. Cleveland just <laughs> niche up all over them. Very, very good observation, Irv. Um, and, and I'm going I'm to kind of chime in here a little bit. You guys understand something. When you have a team in football, that's why that's why very few teams have ever had an undefeated season in the NFL. Because like Irv is alluding to, it's when you it's not just being good. It's being good on the field and having a coach who's good enough to to handle things off the field and and all the ups and downs and this and that. It is it's a big mind game. Because just like uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about college football for a second. Purdue went out there and beat uh, Iowa one week. The next week they were playing, uh, you know, uh, uh, St. Patrick's Sisters of the Blind or somebody, and they and they got, got doggone monkey stomped. I mean, the bottom line is is that them, uh, you know, they 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 couldn't handle the 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 good the good things that they did. The heads got too big, and you got to have a coach who's able to keep all that stuff in perspective because it is a grind in the NFL. That's why they say on any given Sunday. Any team can beat some other team on any given Sunday because if that team is looking ahead, looking past them, whatever the case may be, you got to have a coach who's able to get everybody focused and ready to play every week. And sometimes being a coach like that, you know, you, you, you're not liked by some of your team. And that's okay because when they get that Super Bowl ring, everybody's going to be happy. Everybody's going to be happy when they get that Super Bowl ring. Remember hearing all that talk? Oh, uh, uh, Andy Reid and and this player having a dispute, this and that and other. Man, they won that Super Bowl, got that ring, whatever. It's, it, forget all that. I, <laughs> I mean, love Andy Reid. The same thing last year. Tom Brady and old boy. Who's the boy in uh, the coaching uh, Tampa Bay? Oh, Eric. Uh, uh, Tom Brady and Bruce Aarons were getting along, hated each other. I mean, they on damn uh, uh, TMZ. And, and all kind of foolishness uh, on the front cover of the, the uh, uh, what is it, the Star Gazette, whatever that, that trash is they have out there. Mm-hmm. They worrying about the relationship between those two. And uh, at the end of the day, what are they doing up there? Hugging and slobbing over each other and everything when they won that trophy. So the bottom line is, is that it doesn't matter because as a coach, sometimes you have to do that to get everybody's attention to be like, we have to win this game. We have to get better prepared for this game. We're not prepared for this game right now, you know, mentally, physically, whatever. And that's what his job is. And so when you have a scrub-ass team like Cincinnati, I mean, why, why would you expect that they would be be able to handle this thing, Travis, and be a good football team through all this, through the whole season? It's not going to not built like that. And it takes years sometimes to get a franchise just like that's why they talk about Bill Belichick being the greatest ever, because as long as the 49ers were successful, when the division titles, when the Super Bowls, going to Super Bowls, going deep in the playoffs every year, all those years, that is something that is unprecedented. And I don't know if we'll ever see that again, because like I said, that is a true franchise being able to go through and do that. So, And then Chase is starting to get those good corners in his face every every game. There you now. go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now that now that he's somebody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now you're gonna get the Odell Beckham treatment. We're gonna see if you're gonna be in there 
about as long as Odell was. But because <laughs> I, I don't know if Odell's gonna be ever the Odell of old. Um, you know, he might have seen his best days already in the NFL because as a wide receiver, if you're average or just above average, you know, he probably lived out his his life in the NFL right now. I mean, he's liable to play for three or four more teams before <laughs> before he uh before he retires. You know, somebody trying to get that last little shake out of him. You know that bottle of ketchup? Yeah. That's where Odell is right now. Get a little bit of that water and mix it in. Yeah, oh, they mixing that water. <laughs> <laughs> they mixing some water, a little bit of sugar in there. They doing all that stuff. <laughs> anyway, I hear you, Jay. Jay said we got to speed up her. Right. So, you know, Jason, the director, you know, so he, he got Jason doing everything. So we're going to go ahead and speed up. But uh, real quick, we're going to talk about Odell Beckham. Is it addition by subtraction? Uh, by yes. having Odell Beckham, or what do you think? Yes. Now, now it doesn't seem like Baker has to force the ball his way. Yeah, it is the same thing we we could talk about before about Stafford and uh, Calvin Johnson. When Calvin Johnson didn't play, the the Detroit offense moved. They were better. Yeah. But when you got a guy with a persona like Odell Beckham or Calvin Johnson or Julio Jones, don't say nothing. Uh, those guys, it seems like you have to force your offense to those guys, and it doesn't move the offense. Yeah. So, uh, always, it looks better. All I'm going to do is this right here. Kyle talked about this a long time ago with Odell Beckham. I said that. He's a distraction. And, you know, because every time the ball don't come to him, he's sitting over on the sideline like this. <laughs> and when it's a run play, he's just like this. Yeah, anybody got time for that bullshit, man. <laughs> Get your butt on out of here. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about Broncos and Cowboys. That was one of the big upsets this week. Do we start taking Irv more seriously about the Cowboys? Hell no. <laughs> Irv, what you say about the Cowboys? Remind everybody what you saying about the Cowboys. Let's get the chump schedule out the way where they get those easy wins. Mm-hmm. And when they get into those meat potatoes, they better not be one game out on the lead. And they they lost the the Broncos. Yeah, they're terrible. But again, guys, now remember what I told you. Apply what I just said about Cincinnati to the Dallas Cowboys. Because <laughs> they thought they were just gonna go in there and don't tell them what time they went to bed. Some you know you can smoke weed in Denver. <laughs> so you know every time a pro team goes to Denver, they're pretty happy. You know they can go around <laughs> smoking doobies all day. <laughs> no, it was in Dallas. <laughs> They put so, a 30 piece on them early in Dallas. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, it was in Dallas? Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't know it was in Dallas. Well, that that well, maybe hey, that might be the in reverse then. It might be <laughs> because they were all high. And they, they're like, we just gonna have fun today. We yeah, can play exactly. loose and everything. Well, this is gonna be easy. And we got Dak back. Oh yeah. Is Diggs overrated, the cornerback? No. He is what, what we always said he is. He's the I, think, I think he's – I think a little bit of both. I think he did, you know, have a little bit of luck and everything and kind of jumped out there really in front of everybody. Obviously, yeah, but I didn't think that was going to be sustainable. I mean, it's not like I thought he was going to get a pick every game like right. I think some people were thinking. He was hot early, and it, he'll probably lead the league in interceptions. But uh, but I, I don't think – I don't think it's something like I said – that uh that this sustainable or whatever. Um yeah he did he gave up some TDs and whatnot and had some uh but he does lead in interceptions, Jay. 
Because uh, right are the Broncos a quarterback away from greatness? And should they call? Should they call Cam Newton? No. <laughs> well, are they away from greatness, or they should call Cam Newton or both? <laughs> I don't think they're quarterback. I I really like Teddy, man. I just hate the way everybody treats Teddy right now. And if Sutton steps up, if Judy steps up, they're fine. But something it's something with that defense. Like, they show so much against Dallas, but they haven't shown none of that during the whole time early in the season. Yeah, I think uh, Teddy just plays a little tight for me. I, that, yeah. That's my only thing about that. Teddy, Teddy's just a little bit too tight for me. So I, I think uh, – I, I don't know. It just I don't know. I, and I like Teddy, but I just think sometimes he's just a little bit too stiff for uh, for me. So anyway, let's move on. Talk about the Dolphins over the Texans. I mean, guys, th- this is one of those games. Th- this is like a, uh, a early, you know, version of the uh, toilet bowl for the NFL. I mean, two of the worst teams playing each other. Um, you know, hopefully. Texas and Miami this time of year are both pretty good places to be. The weather's warm and whatnot. So that, that was the only good thing about this game. Wherever they played it, it, it was probably some good weather down there. So uh, let's see. Tua missed the game. Uh, Jason said he asked it before for the, for the Finns. Is it time for them to do what the Cardinals did? He said they drafted Josh Rosen and scrapped him and drafted Murray. Is, is it time for them to do the same thing? Or should they scrap Tua and move on to the next one? Well, not with these batches of quarterbacks that's coming out this year. Yeah, you're right about that. There is some stinkers. They're talking about uh, the quarterback out in North Carolina at one time. And and, and then Spencer Rattler, too, the one in uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, they were supposed to be uh, so good, and now they, they've kind of stunk it up. And uh, that's like uh, whatever his name is, DJ Ugalele or whatever his name is for Clemson. Was supposed to be so good. It is. It's a bad. It's a bad year for quarterbacks right now. From from what yeah. I've seen, it is. I mean, you might have somebody out there on the West Coast that I don't follow. Maybe Oregon got a good quarterback or something like that. I guess. Um, what is the most pressing need for the Texans? Is a there team. anybody in the draft that fits a team? I, I agree. Now, y'all understand this. Like Bradley Rope used to be with the Texans. The Texans started cleaning house. If they could, they'd get rid of Deshaun Watson yeah. because they just they just tanking and then just trying to just yeah I know Sam Sam for UNC is really overrated yes he is uh, Miss Peavy I agree with you. you okay, might ain't going to Houston yeah uh, Joe Flasher said the battle for the number one pick that's uh, the Texans versus Miami I I, I agree Joe um, but I I don't like I I've said it from the beginning I don't like Tua as a pro quarterback. There, there's just some guys that are better in college than the pros, and uh, and I don't I don't like to I love I love Tua as a quarterback at Alabama. I don't like him for anybody in the pros. If you're asking me, uh, here we go. Let's go ahead and get this over with. And uh, y'all y'all might I might have to go off camera a couple times to throw up. But uh, the Falcons won this week. Oh, uh, they beat they beat the Saints. And uh, I'm, or I'm I'm just gonna stop. And let you take it and let me throw up real quick and then I'll come back. Go ahead. All right. So let's talk about the Falcons and the Saints here, people. This had to be the ugliest good game that I watched all weekend. 
The Falcons had no business winning this game, but for none. some reason, none. Trevor Simeon and the Saints just let it go. It's 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 hilarious watching games like this, watching Houston and Miami. They they got solid records, both teams, but they have no business winning any games. <laughs> I agree. Like it's ridiculous. So it, it just proves the point that everybody's been saying the NFC South is still kind of weak. Dude, my, my biggest thing about this is you got three quarterbacks on the Saints that are suspect. You got famous Jameis. Point Shavers. I mean, dude, he's he you know I, I I'm not crazy about him. Then you got Taysom Hill. And when I when I saw him in person, when I went to see Bradley play and saw the way he throws the ball in person, oh my God, he have no been to being an NFL quarterback. <laughs> and then you got a boy they got out there now. What's his name? Uh, say his name again. Trevor, Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Dude, I mean those those are three stinkers. I mean, you know, it. I was surprised that they've done as well as they have with them three cats. I'm just telling. You, I mean, I I don't. I'm not a fan at all of any of those guys. Do you bring in Cam? Hell no. No. I mean, because get you a, get you a real quarterback. I mean, Cam ain't no real quarterback. I mean, if, if you're going to do that, just if you're going to bring in a quarterback, bring in a real quarterback. That's all I'm asking. I mean, cut somebody loose. You know, trade a piece. You got to trade. can't keep everybody. Trade a piece and bring in a real quarterback. I mean, bringing somebody that's going to be a real fit. Because, you know, if Cam comes in, you know, I, I'm just so tired of that whole aura that Cam brings when he goes somewhere and the whole entourage thing and the whole it's, – it's just drama, drama. And I think that's why he's not getting getting phone calls now because yeah. a lot of people just don't want to deal with all that. And, so, and then at this point with Cam Newton for any team, what he needs to do is just pick out – somebody's playbook and just sit down and just memorize those type of things on the plate. Cause it just seems like he just doesn't know what's going on when he's at quarterback in a lot of these teams. I agree. Miss Peavy said the Falcon fans think they won the damn Super Bowl. Yeah. And you're right, Miss Peavy. This is another reason why I can't stand them. <laughs> that, that, that's a perfect reason why I can't stand the damn Falcon fans. Because just like she said, I mean, these jokers slipped on a banana peel the last time they beat the, the Saints was when Truman was in office or something like that. And and these jokers now act like they just done so much because they finally beat New Orleans Saints because the Saints normally put a damn uh, uh, figure four on the Falcons every time they go up against them. And, uh, but you're right, Miss Peavy. They, they act like it's damn – the season is over. And they probably going to get their hell beat out of them this week. I guarantee they some of them still down there partying in Magic City. Still in there. Uh, Giants over the Raiders. Barkley returns. See, I told you he's out for something. Barkley returns after the bye. Uh, should we be worried about Big Blue in the East? Irv. Should be worried about nobody in the East. Amen. Especially especially Big Blue. I mean, they still got that little dumbass quarterback. Yeah, phone basically. Fumble the ball at least twice a game. I mean, I, I wouldn't worry about them at all. It ain't nothing to worry about them. Is this the first sign of the Raiders' decline? No. Uh, the first sign of the Raiders' decline was when the season started. The season started. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's why I answer that question. They still not to mention, coach, right? Not to mention John Gruden and, and, and all. 
everything. The Raiders are a damn joke. <laughs> and I told you, I, I'm done with Derek Carr. I, I gave, I dropped that ship long time ago. I, I think they're terrible. That decline happened when the emails came out. Yeah, <laughs> Pats over the Panthers. Could the Pats be becoming secretly a top three AFC team? What do you think, her? They got, they've been having some sneaky wins now. This is another one right here because at the beginning of the year, everybody was high on the Panthers now because the Panthers were beating a little bit of everybody. And now you know Bill Belichick, is he, is he secretly putting that magic on your boy? That's tough. That's tough. Joe Flash said, hell no. You, you just a hater, Joe. Listen, I, I don't know what Buffalo is going to look like because that loss was ridiculous. We all know Miami's trash. They're, they're going to get some wins out the East. And with that, it could happen. It could happen. You say the defense isn't good enough, but the defense is what's keeping them in a lot of these games. Mm -hmm. I'm going to back up real quick. Jason said, all oh, the Falcons jerseys that big lot shit. Jay, here's the thing about this. that that You know the number one – uh, costume that they said was for, for Halloween. Number one was uh, the pilot who uh, had on glasses and stuff was going through the airport acting like he was blind. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was number one costume. Number two, and it wasn't really the best, but it was the most, was Julio Jones jersey. Everybody in Atlanta had, they, they put Julio Jones jersey in big lots, all of them that they had left down there at the stadium and whatnot. They put them in big lots, and uh, they paid people a dollar if everybody got one. So you could get a Julio Jones jersey and a dollar because they needed some help getting them things out the store. And so everybody and his brother bought one, and that was the number two uh, jersey. <laughs> Stop walking, dude. I mean, I know that's your boyfriend, but, uh, yeah, they paid people to take them damn Julio jerseys up out of big lots. So uh, yeah, I, I saw them all over. They were at Big Lots. They were at the Dollar Store. Um, they they had some in Kroger. Um, they were if you bought a watermelon and and a cantaloupe, they wrapped them both up together <laughs> and put them and put them in your cart. So <laughs> I don't remember getting this. So anyway, <laughs> but I, I heard they had some authentic jerseys at the flea market for fifteen dollars. Oh, and where? The flea market. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that too. All right, Irv. Uh, Jason, go ahead and get your Sam Darnold victory lap. <laughs> How many times we got to do this? The man said he saw a ghost. And if if he saw a ghost, I think he saw a man as his girlfriend. <laughs> This is great. Listen, I knew he was a solid quarterback, but sometimes what's on tape is what's on tape. Dude, I ain't never liked that joker. Never. Ask Jason. When he's straight out of doggone USC, I told Jay, I'm like, that dude is terrible. I'm like, I can't <laughs> And Jay was high on him at one time. Jay Listen. was high on that joke at one time. There was a lot I could not stay. I'm like, Jay, what you seeing him? <laughs> I'm like, that dude is as average of a quarterback as I've ever seen. So, Hello. anyway, Listen, it is what it is. Everybody was on at the 3-0 and start, and I would just look at him like, they ain't playing nobody. Yeah. 
Yeah, I ain't mad at you. I'm with you on that, Herb. Uh, let's see where we at. Jags over Bills. Oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, Jason wants me to speak to uh, to the players if I'm the Bills coach. Oh. If, if, if I'm the Bills coach, this this is how I'm speaking to them today. Hold on. Let me be the Bills player. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on, I'm going to tell you right now. All right, this is what I'm saying. Herb, first of all, take that damn towel off your head and let me see your eyes when I'm talking to you. <laughs> That's the first thing I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying that's that part of damn probably got right now. Some of y'all don't want to pay attention, don't want to listen, but I'm serious. I mean, this is what I was saying to my team. This is what I was saying earlier. This is a grind in the NFL. You have to be prepared to play your very best every week. And when you play teams like this, you ought to beat the crap out of them. Don't come in here half-assing. And, and 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 just trying to get by because you think that this team sucks and you know their record is terrible and all that. You, if that's the case, come in here and put a damn fifty on their ass and let's keep moving. But you cannot come in here thinking all we gotta do is just score twenty one points, we'll win this game. Mm-hmm. You know you're averaging forty or whatever. If you're averaging forty, improve on the average. Be mm-hmm. averaging forty five next time we play because you score sixty this game. But you got to do that every single time you come to play. And it's very difficult to get teams to do that because guys are watching Stephen A. Smith, and he's telling you about how bad this team is that you're getting ready to play. He's guaranteeing victories, just like he guaranteed Alabama was going to stomp Florida, going to beat them by 30, and all this other stuff. And Alabama barely got out of alive. And that's what I'm saying is, is that, guys, it is a grind every week. And if you do not, and guess what happens? When you're a good football team, that other team gets up to play you. It's not like they say, oh, hell, this big, strong, undefeated Tom Brady, greatest of all time quarterback are coming in here, and woe is me. We're going to get the fool beat out of us. They don't do that. No. Nope. Hey, we ain't got nothing to lose. We're going to dump the playbook. We're going to run every damn trick play we got. We'll kick our onside kicks. Uh, we're going for it on fourth down. We're doing everything. Because guess what? If we lose, guess what? We're supposed to lose. We're supposed to lose. <laughs> Ain't no big deal. Ain't going to make no damn headline if we lose. <laughs> so we may as well go all out in this game. And that's what they do. So while you're sitting up there like, oh, well, you know, we don't have to do much. This and that other. That other team is damn gassed up to the hilt. When you were the damn Super Bowl champs, everybody trying to beat your ass that next year. Everybody. And that's why, you know, Tampa Bay struggling just a little bit. You know, uh, look look at uh, Kansas City. Holy moly. Everybody been talking about them being the greatest team. They're going to win 12 Super Bowls and all that. Everybody said, we got 12 Super Bowls for your ass. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what's going on right now. Guys, I'm telling you, you, everybody has to understand that. Question. So the Pats play the Browns this Sunday. If the Browns win, they are in are they in the top three in the AFC? What do you think, Irv? That that's coming from Joe Flasher. If the Pat okay, the Pats win or the Browns win? If he the said, Browns win, they're the top three in the AFC. Now uh see the AFC is in, in shamble mode right now. We don't know what the Tennessee Titans are going to look like without Henry. 
We still well, don't you know. Do. You, you pretty much know what yeah. they're going to live without him. Uh, uh, AJ Brown and a bunch of Julios. Uh, yeah. We still don't know what Buffalo is going to look like. We still don't know what Baltimore is going to look like. Just because they lost games and was and was playing close to teams that they should have beat by 40, like Coach said earlier. We don't know. Like we, We're saying who our top three, top five teams are in these conferences and who we think is going to win. We don't know. I agree. Um, I, I think that uh, at the end of the day, it might shake out like it did last year. I still think that Buffalo, the Ravens, and uh, Kansas City, will, will, in my opinion, are probably going to be the top three teams in the AFC. For some reason, I think the cream just going to rise to the top. It's in shambles and stuff right now, and it normally is in, in some way, shape, or form around midseason. But now is when the turbo kicks in if you got some. <clears throat> you know, now is when, when teams starting to kind of ramp up and whatnot around this time of the year. And I think, Joe, you're going to see everything kind of shift back to the way it should be. You know, uh, uh, Cleveland, watch this right here. Cleveland, Cincinnati, uh, Pittsburgh, that whole division, except for uh, Baltimore, it is done. The Jets, you know, I mean, all you you gonna see you gonna see what you normally see, and then I think you're gonna see Kansas City. You know, some of those guys are gonna start. You know, because they've been there and they know they know how what what has to happen this time of year, and I and I think that's probably what's gonna happen. You know what? What I'm thinking about it, because we talk about rookies all the time and how good rookies are doing. Has anybody had a Penn A. Sewell sighting? Has anybody heard anything about him? You know, the big lineman out of Oregon. Everybody was talking about it was going to be so good. I said, he ain't going to be throwing them damn defensive linemen in the NFL around like he thought. Has anybody heard anything about him? What's he doing? Is he, hurt? Is he hurt or something? I mean, did, did his cat die? And did he take time off of the NFL for some mental health because his cat died? I mean, what's, what's going on with him? I mean, he is in Detroit. Is it that way it went? Because I ain't heard nothing about no Penn A. Sewell. And, and they and in Detroit, they still getting getting beat like like days of old. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe we'll see him on uh on Thanksgiving. Cause you know the Lions always play on Thanksgiving. Somebody yeah. give me a Penn A. Sewell report. Uh one of y'all out there who's a uh, Detroit fan and tell me something about him because I'm gonna see if my prediction is gonna be true about him because he he's gonna be like a Tony Mandridge, in my opinion. Ooh. Yes, sir. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Jay says this is the beginning of something for the Jags. Irv, you think the Jags finally done found something? Have Next they question. found the formula to win? Next question. <laughs> Irv ain't even entertaining. Ravens over the Vikings. Are you more impressed by the Ravens or the Vikings in this game and why, Irv? <clears throat> the Vikings. Why? I wasn't surprised that the Ravens kept them close, but I was more surprised that the Vikings took that as an advantage and tried to put their foot on their throat. But Lamar Jackson just didn't let that happen at the end of the game. But I I was, I was a little more surprised with what the Vikings did, man. And I, I, and I have more respect for the Vikings after that game than I do definitely for Baltimore. I'm losing faith in Baltimore after that game. I I, I tell you, you know, I don't have any faith in Baltimore because Lamar Jackson. And I know, and don't get me wrong. And you say, well, Coach, will you contradict yourself? You just said that the <laughs> Ravens are going to be one of the top three teams in that. They are. But that just goes to show you how weak 
the AFC is when Lamar Jackson can have one of the top three teams. And Lamar Jackson, in my opinion, should we get some MVP consideration because he's having a heck of a year for what he does? Because you you have to respect somebody that can run the football like he does. Well, you got a quarterback that's damn near getting 2,000 yards rushing. I mean, come on. I mean, or he's getting, you know, 1,000 and 1,000, or I'm sorry, 1,000 and 5,000 or whatever. Anytime a quarterback gets so, Tom Grady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Tom Brady has been playing in the NFL damn near 20 years. Tom Brady probably doesn't have a thousand yards combined rushing in the NFL over 20 damn years. So that goes to show how great it is what this man is doing as far as, as as far as rushing the ball. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say. But at the end of the day, do I think he can win a Super Bowl like that? I don't. I mean, I really don't. So it is what it is. Let's see here. Uh, Chargers and Eagles. <clears throat> what do we make of the Chargers? Are they the real deal or still fake? Once again, trust nothing with the NFC East right now. Yeah. But I I do like Jalen Hurts, man. Well, I love Jalen Hurts. I think that he will come around eventually. He's not there yet. Yeah. He's not there yet. But but he's also not a uh, – uh, what's what's your boy in uh Chicago? Uh, Fields. Yeah, he he's not a Justin Fields. He he's nowhere near near that bad, or, or he's not a Tua or anything like that. I think he is a whole lot closer to being what what's expected in the NFL. He looks more and more like Russell Wilson to me every day. Yeah. The more, the more and more I see him, his game is very very similar to Russell Wilson, and I, I think he he's a whole lot closer to that. And, and the hurt, one thing, and the one thing I'll say is uh. Philly's defense is underperforming big time for the talent that they have. He said, uh, is a uh, Hurst play, is that well enough for him to be the franchise for the Eagles? Absolutely. I think so too. Yeah. I, I think that right now, I mean, especially when you look at everybody else, compare him to Tua, you know, compare him to Sam Darnold, compare him to uh, Josh <laughs> Rosen and all these other quarterbacks that have been in the league less than, you know, three to five years or whatever. Now, I think he's doing very well if you compare him to, to those scrubs. Um, Chiefs over the uh, Rodgers list Packers. He said he wants us to grade Jordan Love from A to F. Will you give Jordan Love on that game the other day? A D. A D? A D. Well, well I, think, I think that is that is mighty kind of you. To get the <laughs> I'm going to give his ass an F minus. In that in that less than an F, can't yeah. give him a G. Let me give him a G. Okay, good. God Almighty, he was terrible. I mean, especially when you thinking about they were talking about uh uh they were gonna trade Aaron Rodgers, get rid of Aaron Rodgers for him. Man, you better be serious. <laughs> I mean, dude, you don't go from from sugar to shit like that. And that's exactly what it was. I mean, you got to be kidding me. I mean, just missing throws. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. It was ugly. Oh my God, it was bad. I hated to watch that. I hated that for him. All right, what about uh Patrick Mahomes? Well, you really gonna get Patrick Mahomes for that game. A C. A C? A C. You better be. I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Patrick Mahomes a C minus. I'm gonna give him as close to a D as you can give him. He he done lost his mojo a little bit, and I think that uh part of it is he's not having fun. Yeah. He, he doesn't look like he's having fun like you said. I believe that uh, you know, uh uh what's what's the offensive coordinator name? Bienemy. 
Yeah. The enemy and uh, an old boy done, done tighten the reins up on him and I uh, got him throwing the ball too fast and he's not being himself anymore. And uh, Stephen A said he feels like uh, uh, Tyreek Hill is not getting the separation. I disagree with that. I, th- I think Tyreek Hill is still doing his thing. Yeah. From what I can see. So uh, I don't know what the hell Stephen A talking about because uh, Tyreek Hill is, is still getting much separated than he's been getting. But, um, but I just think Mahomes is not himself right now, and, and that's hurting. Uh, cards over the 49ers. Uh, Irv, he said, go ahead and take another bow, Irv. Go ahead and take not, another bow. I'm not going to take a bow because this isn't the team that I thought they were going to be because they had Colt McCoy at quarterback and, ha- and Hopkins still ain't playing. But I'll go ahead and take my, my pat on the back right there. I'll I, I do that. Well, you, you ain't taking no pat on the back for me because I, I told you we st- we trash. As long as we got Jimmy G, I, I, I'm not, you know, dude, y'all hit, leave me alone. Don't even talk to me about no damn 49ers. And and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm you. Jason talked about it the other day, and I tried to talk him down about just go ahead and find him another team. And I, I'm trying to hang in there on behalf of 49er fans everywhere. But I, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, I'm shopping right now. I'm shopping. I'm, I'm going in and and uh, trying on some different colors. You know, seeing what like that Seattle green would look like on me. You know, oh, and and, and you uh, stay in the same division. Anyway, it, it don't matter. I don't give a damn. I I try on some Jacksonville Jaguar stuff right now. As long as it ain't in the damn NFC. Uh, I'm sorry, AFC North. I I I I'll entertain it. I'll entertain it. If it, if it ain't if not AFC North, I'm sorry. I'm that one with a Cincinnati and uh. That's AFC North. Is that AFC North? That's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that is what I'm talking. Okay, as long as it ain't in that division, I'll entertain anything. So y'all give me some love and let me know what what bandwagon I need to jump on, what team I need to get with. Cause uh, hey, Troy the Barber says salute. Let's go, Maddie Ice. Bless your heart, Troy the Barber. Troy the Barber, I talk about you all the time about people. You said take care of your hair. And I say that to people all the time. I start taking care of my hair, and it's actually coming back. Look at that. I used to be bald-headed. Look at that hair coming back. And I've been trying to do And I, I credit that to you, Troy the Barber. So uh, I'm glad you know about damn uh, hair because you don't know shit about football. <laughs> Let's go, Maddie Ice. Bless your heart with your Atlanta-loving ass. Get on out of here. Go on, there, go on down to the Magic City. They still down there celebrating that victory. So go on down there and get in on the celebration. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, Titans over the Rams. Are the Rams as good as we think? What do you think, Herb? I don't know. I want Now that they did that trade for Von Miller, I really want to see what it looks like with Von Miller. But Cooper Cup is still balling. Woods is still balling. They don't have a running back. <sighs> Did you see that interception Matthew Stafford threw the other night? Yeah, I think he saw a ghost too. Falling down on his back and all that and threw the ball. I mean, I mean who does that? But that's that's who, rule number one. Who is teaching these quarterbacks to do that kind of stuff? It, I mean, that's that rule just, number one. Take the sack. Take the sack. Or get rid of it before you get hit. This joker is falling down. Can't even see where he thought just thought about who to, who taught people to do that. That is terrible. Do not come believe that when I saw that the other day. Especially him 
everybody talking about how good and how smart, and now he's playing on a team that can help him. And, it, man, that was terrible the way he threw that ball like that. I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. So are they the, are, are the Rams as good as we think? They're as good as I think. <laughs> I don't think they're that good. I mean, I do think their defense is phenomenal. Dude, it is so fun for somebody who knows this game and played this game for years because it's hard to just watch a defensive player. Yes. Because everybody wants to follow the ball. And so you fought. But if you just watch Aaron Donald every play, oh, my God, it is so fun. If, if you can just not watch the ball, don't watch the quarterback dropping back, and when he hands off to the running back, now you won't watch the running back, or he throws it, you watch – even when he throws the ball, I'm still watching Errol Donald, Aaron Donald, and he is just like just laying the smack down on the quarterback as soon as he gets rid of that ball. And it is fun, fun, fun just watching Aaron Donald. Look, now they got a hell of a defense. It's probably going to be even better with Von Miller. <clears throat> but do I think that they're going to win a Super Bowl or something like that? No. I sure do. <laughs> and it was two plays to Aaron Donald. As soon as he hiked the ball, he, he went underneath the center. And Dude, he, did you see that? Like this. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say it's so fun yeah. to just watch him. And, and I'm not talking about when they do the replay and show with the close-up on him and all that. I'm talking about when they got the wide screen mm-hmm. where you can see all 22 players and you say, I'm just going to focus on one. Watch number 99. That is the funnest thing to do. It just watch him because you can tell he's having fun. I mean, he's he like a kid in a doggone candy store. Yes. He loves this game, and he loves playing, and it shows when he's out there. Uh, are the Titans better than what we think? No. <clears throat> I, I I think Jason must have wrote this question before. Uh, was Derrick Henry got hurt? Yeah. Because without Derrick Henry – I, I just I don't think I don't think they're gonna be that good. I don't, I don't I don't see how they can be. I mean, he was thirty eight something percent of their offense. I mean, when you take a third of your offense away with one guy, the man almost had a thousand yard rushing in like six games. I mean, that's not even a, a barely a third of the season, and he almost had a thousand yards. He was like nine hundred and something. So I don't see how they can be without Derrick Henry. And he was the second leading rusher after contact. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I mean, he's just a monster. I mean, he'll be all pro if he doesn't even come back this year. Yeah. I mean, he'll be all pro just only having played in six games uh, or seven or how many it was. That's, that's insane. Uh, let's see what else he said. Uh the Titans better. And then he got a name game, but we don't really have time for that. Um because we got just a few more minutes to get out of here. Um, I will say this about uh, college football shifting gears real quick. Guys, it's a crazy, crazy, crazy college season for those of us who follow that game. Um, do you see how many coaches are being fired during yeah. the season? Yeah. I mean, do you see how many offensive and defensive coordinators are being fired? I mean, mid-season, these jokes are being fired. I mean, or it, I say mid-season. I know it's a little bit more towards the the end of the season. But normally, especially coordinators, they don't get fired until after the season. They at least haven't finished the season. Well, These don't get fired during the season. I mean, I think three or four got fired. I know that uh, Florida fired their offensive and defensive coordinator. I mean, d- during the season. That normally doesn't happen. 
Oh, Ty Grantham is out. But uh, but it's crazy. I mean, it, it's absolutely crazy the way they're getting fired. You should watch Miles Garrett and Clowney. Oh, that that's somebody. Well, oh, that's Joe Flasher. Yeah, he because they played for uh, Cleveland. So that, that's why he, he talking about them. And don't, don't nobody give a damn about no Miles Garrett and and, and Jadavion Clowney. When you can watch Aaron Donald, I'm, I'm sitting up here telling you about the damn MVP of the league and two-time MVP of the league, defensive player of the league, whatever the case may be, and you telling me to watch some damn Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney? Man, come on. Come on, Joe. Joe, uh, Joe, put that bottle down and, uh, and, and stop watching this. I tell you, don't watch this show and drink at the same time. You, you should never watch this show and drink at the same time. I'm just going to tell you that. Who's leading this sacks? Okay, he might be leading the sacks. You know why? Because ain't nobody giving him the respect that they give Aaron. They, they triple-team Aaron Donald most of the time because yes. they know they have to. Aaron Donald is at least going to get a back and a, I mean, say a lineman and a chip from the back uh, every play. Every play. If not just a straight-up double-team from two offensive linemen. He's going to get at least a, a lineman and a chip every play. So don't don't talk to me about that. I guarantee that's that's what he's he get. Yeah, whatever. whatever. <laughs> you know the deal. Don't, oh, yeah. don't, mess me, don't mess with me today, Joe. Talking about no doggone Cleveland just because y'all had a little luck game. Let's see how well y'all do this week. See, so yeah, this is what y'all doing right here. <laughs> how that, that, that's that ride y'all take every week. That's that ride y'all take. Right now, everybody high on Baker. Everybody love and bake. Y'all, y'all are the Falcons of the AFC. That's who y'all are. Y'all are the Falcons of the AFC, Cleveland. Don't feel Cleveland. The Falcons of the AFC. That's who y'all are, Joe. So now, now what? What you got to say to that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pull some tape for me. Pull some damn tape there. That's what you do. Pull some. Pull some of y'all winning some games. That's what I want to see. Do that. Um, This is going to be fun. Anyway. Folks, it's heating up right now. I like it because the NFL is in a great place. This this is one of my favorite times of the year right now. Right around, you know, Thanksgiving and whatnot. Because now, you know, you're going to have Dallas Cowboys, America's team, Thanksgiving dinner. Then you're going to have Detroit. Go get the hell beat out of them by somebody. Go have that dumbass coach on the interview, win, lose, or draw. He's going to say something stupid on, on the, on the post-game comments. I mean, it, it just is what it is. But this is that time of year where it all really starts, the, the, the playoff picture starts getting more and more determined. You know, the Falcons will be eliminated from the playoff math, mathematically in another two weeks or so. You know what I mean? It's just that time of year. And this is a very fun time of the year. The NBA is kind of starting to rev up a little bit. You know, uh, you got juices flowing everywhere and everything, and it, it's starting to heat up a little bit so Irv can get back on the mic and do his thing. I love coming in there because I'm not a basketball follower. And I'm a hater. I just like coming in and just hating on everybody. I don't like nobody. When you ask me about who my team is in the, in the NBA, nobody. I don't like none of them. So, and that's a, that's a fun position to be in. You can talk shit about everybody when you don't care. When you don't, I, I don't care. Terrible. It don't matter. Terrible. I don't like none of them. So, that's a great I'm position to be in. So, and of I'm course. Try, coach, I'm going to try to chip on him. He's going he gonna to be better by the end of the year. <laughs> and of course, it, it's it's that college football playoff time, and so we know uh, we know how that's gonna be. Travis, what you think, Travis? Well, what, did we talk good enough about your Bengals today? Uh, sure, 
I, we, we, didn't even, <laughs> we didn't even talk about my Bengals this week. So. I think that people on this show know. They might not know who my new team is going to be should I decide to go from 49ers. But we know but it's they not have a good idea who the hell it ain't going to be. Yeah, gonna I be guarantee you that. They know it ain't going to be nobody from the AFC North, and it damn sure ain't going to be no Falcons either. Yep. But uh, I might surprise y'all. I might, I might. I might dip and get like get the Panthers or somebody like that just to mess with people, just so I can just be just so I can just be ignorant, and, and uh, because that way we my favorite team would have to play against the Falcons twice every year, and that could be fun. You know what I'm saying? I might just do something like that, or just do, mm-hmm. or, or maybe take the Saints, even though I hate them right now. All three quarterbacks suck, but I might just get <laughs> down and get the Saints and just and just do that thing and whatnot. So we'll see. We'll say, hey, Megan, how you doing? I see you back there in the back. Megan, back, see her hand going back and forth. Her. Look at yeah, that. There she is. There she is. How's that baby? <laughs> the baby good? Travis don't ever want to give a report on Geraldine. That's all right, Travis. That's all right. That's all right. I know. Travis don't want to give There she is. Oh, there we go. Oh, she look. Oh, look at her, boy. She's sleep. <laughs> Woo. Now, don't wake her up. Don't wake up, Travis. He sleeps all the time, and I am loving it. Yes. Good for you. you. That's all right. That's all right. Well, folks, it's time for us to get out here. It's 9-0-1. Hey, real quick, uh, before we head out, uh, shout out to the Braves winning the World Series. So, way to go on that. Hold on a minute. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. That was my bad. And uh, second, shout out to, uh, we didn't cover it on college football, but uh, another top five team goes down and with Purdue pulling off another upset, beating Michigan State. So, Well, Michigan State shouldn't have been no top five team anyway. So, I mean, I don't even count that. And, and all that all that foolishness you and uh, Jason was talking about, about how you wanted, uh, they should be in the, in the top four now and all this other old bullshit. Why? I mean, you, you, they, 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 or now they want to put Purdue in the top four. They beat Iowa, and then they lost to uh, Janie's School of the Blind or whatever it was, and then they want to put them in the top four now. I mean, that, that's crazy. I mean, that, y'all may well be on that board with them other idiots up there. Y'all, they may well put you and Jason up there with them. Talking about Purdue need to be I, in the top four. I did not say Purdue needs to be up there. That was all Jason. Okay, well, whatever. Whoever said it. I, that is craziness to me. But, I mean, you know, it, it's, it's just a bad football year. I mean, when you got Clemson not even being ranked, I mean, these jokes were. Oh, no, not Clemson. Oh, yeah, I know. That's because you're a South Carolina fan. You're going to feel that way. But Clemson is a national powerhouse, and, they, and they'll be back. Trust me, they'll be back because I know what's at Clemson right now is young. That's all. They got the boy from Grayson. Who who is he ran damn two almost had two hundred yard rush the other day as a damn as a, a a real freshman that boy is going to be a beast in a couple years just like Barry Carter a real freshman is out there starting they are young but wait just wait wait and see what's going to happen in another year or so I'll wait wait give him two years and see see what what Clemson going to be then oh I'm just telling you right now everybody take note of what I'm telling you. Georgia's going to probably get it this year. Hooray for Georgia. I don't like them either, but hooray for them. But like I said, give give Clemson. Now, can you tell me South Carolina going to be ready in a couple of years, Travis? 
Maybe. Somebody, somebody give me that cricket icon. It's a possibility. <laughs> oh, anything's a possibility. You know, it's, it's, hey, a, we just, we just it's a possibility. You might, wake up and, you might wake up and be bald-headed tomorrow and, and be clean-shaven. That's a damn possibility. What are the chances of that happening? Hell no. So don't tell me that. crap out of Florida, so anything's possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you happy you beat Florida? <laughs> I mean, what a great win for the program. Yay! <laughs> Go fake SC. You the fake SC. Nope. Yeah, you are. You the fake USC. The real USC is out in Southern Cal. That's where the oh, real. Yeah, it is. Anyway. Yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. Five. Thank you, Miss Peavy. Thank you, Miss Peavy. Good night, Miss Ham. Tom, stay blessed. Appreciate you. Miss Ham, Miss Ham, good night. Miss Hood, good night. Uh, uh, Joe Flash, I saw Matt Cowlett out there. Catch y'all next time. Thank you, Miss Miss Hood. Guys, it's going to be even better next week because – I'm just starting to get into the groove now. I'm telling y'all right now, I'm getting loose. I'm ready. I'm great. Right. I'm bringing my A game to this thing every week now. I'm telling y'all that right now. GFL football is over, so I get a little bit, got a little bit more rest in me. I'm getting looser. I'm, I'm ready to bring Jason back on here now. Jason, Real quick, Jason on here next week. Seconds. Playoffs start this week? Yes. Uh, high school playoffs start this week. Uh, North Gwinnett goes to play. Everybody in that region over there plays everybody in our region. So Collins Hill plays uh, Lambert. Uh, West Forsyth plays um, plays uh, ooh, I think Mill Creek. West Forsyth plays Mill Creek. South Forsyth plays us. And what's the other matchup? I can't remember the other matchup. But anyway, it's, it's going to be some good football. We actually have to go over there. And play them over there. So if y'all aren't doing anything, Earl, come on Friday night. I know you ain't doing that. Come on down and watch us play. Uh, <laughs> hey. Watch us play South Forsyth. Basketball season has started for me. <laughs> oh, how your girls doing? You got a, you got a team? Listen, I got four ninth graders. Oh, six playing, feet, playing varsity. Six feet or taller. Ooh. So it might not happen this this year, but it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Give them a couple, give them a couple practices. They're gonna be problems. I ain't mad at you. Yes, sir. Good for you. All right, folks. We got to get out of here. We appreciate everybody being here. Good night, Miss Francis. Straight from the hip. All right, guys. I appreciate y'all. Always.